morning, everyone. It is four past six, and we are in the Toolkit Depot studio. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specials. Hello to our audience through SEN Spirit 621, SEN Spirit Margaret River, Bustleton 1494, up there in Kalgoorlie as well. Of course, on 1611. SEN Peel and right around the state. And wherever you're listening, you could be on the East Coast, you could be overseas. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you, mate. How good you going? Yeah, good. Really good. Thanks, Yes, Looking forward to today's show. After 7 o'clock, Sam Edmund is going to join us, SEN Chief Sports Reporter. A bit going on. There's a bit going on. Another great day for the <laughs> AFL yesterday. Before 7 o'clock, Amy Jones will join us. Of course, the WBBL started last night. It was the Stars and the Sixers and the Scorchers play tonight in Tassie against Hobart, and then they play Sunday here at the mm, Wacker. Looking forward to that one as well. Um, and also Kyle Zunick from the Perth Wildcats, they're heading to take on Adelaide. And just a bit of a hook over the weekend. Over the weekend, I'm chatting to Guy McKenna in Inspiring Whoa, Sports Stories. Bluey. Inspiring. He and I will be in, he'll be in the studio. He's in Perth this weekend. Is he? Correct. Yeah. And so we will be. Uh, I might come in and just heckle then. Okay. And um, I'm pretty sure he'll put you back where you belong. <laughs> pretty <laughs> sure he's probably one of the best. Yeah, he's very, very good. He's very sharp, Blue. And I tell you. I thought this prick's overweight. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do about this? Well, Bluey, Bluey actually said that. In, um, we, we used to have a bit of. As soon as I met Blue, we just got along really, really well. And um, we were into each other sort of publicly, but just hanging a little bit of. Taking the piss a little bit out of each other, but I was the new bloke. So, you know, Blue said something. Oh, look, since he's been here, um, he is he is so fit. Uh, sorry, did I say fit? I meant fat. And he said, <laughs> so I've retaliated in the media like the next day or whatever, and I've, I've had a crack at him. I got abused in the streets. Like, who do you think you are? It's Guy McKenna. I'm like, yeah, but he's bloke. <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. I had to pull up real quickly. But he's one of the good blokes, Blue, and yeah, he's got a great story. Great story. Um, of course, dual premiership player, went up to the Gold Coast, was their inaugural coach. Yep. Um, haven't, isn't it funny that they, to be brutally frank with you, they haven't improved since he left? No, and and at the time I thought it was harsh because they were heading four finals under Bluey until a little Gazza did his shoulder. And when I mean, he was carrying that team, there's no doubt about that. But they were in good shape. And Gaz does his shoulder and then they miss the finals and Blue gets the uh, the lemon and sauce, which was I thought was a, a little harsh. But uh, so you're doing that on the weekend? It, go, it get airs on the weekend. Uh, oh, we record good. the sitting today. Right, terrific. So looking forward to, to Bluey. What um, time are you doing that? Uh, straight after this show oh, today. He's going to be here. Yeah, but I've got things to do, so you can do all your banter after if you want to stick around. You've got nowhere to be. Now, um, I'm going to kick this off early. Uh, I've got a dig. Before you dig, don't forget, lodge a free inquiry online. I want to have a dig at a bloke called Russell, who I saw. Yeah, Russell, or Rusty. He goes by. Lives down down in a pile of leaves. He said to me yesterday, I reckon that's almost the first time you've got a boom tish, and it really was not deserving. It's like, you know, what do you call a lady with one leg shorter than the other? Eileen. Yeah. <laughs> I love those ones. Anyway. <laughs> Don't you look at me like that. This is just, I'm really walking into your sort of area. Yeah, now. but if you're going to, you've got to do it with a touch of humour, maybe. What do you call Start a bloke there. with a shovel in his head? Doug. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
None of those are funny. Oh, be, you watch them. Oh, yeah. Our audience will text you, that was really funny. <laughs> no, no, they won't say that, but they'll come up with other ones. You watch. <laughs> so Russell said to me yesterday, love your chats. Oh, I'm, I've been a, a listener for about three or four months, yeah. and you've had some really good – he said, love the Harley slow Reed. Slow to the party. And he's, no, he's podcasting catch-ups and stuff, and he said, uh, like, yeah, well, he is a bit slow to the party, but he was, he was nice enough to stop me. I was at the Vic Park Centre, actually, getting some things engraved by the best engraver over there. The Park Centre? Yeah. Hawaiian. Yeah, it is. Shopping centre. Yeah, it is. Anyway, Hawaiian enough of that. Group. Anyway, and I was talking to Russie, uh, and Russie said to me, uh, I'm sure he shook his hand. He said, um, and I, I sort of thought it was going well until he turned around and said, can you get that bloke, Scott Cummings, to get a little bit tougher? And I went, what do you mean? So this is the dig on behalf of Russie. Before you dig, lodge a free inquiry online. He said, yeah. when you have guests and you interview guests, you go the full journo mode at times and extract great responses. Oh, so he said these words, did he? Yeah. Sorry, this is your dig. You go. He said, why does he always bowl half trackers that your talent hit out of the park Get him to go a bit tougher. And I said, well, that's not his role. I'm the journo. He's the washed-up footballer guy. So yeah. they always come up with the little Dorothy we like to No, we like to, I like to find out more about the person rather than we see them play. So I said to him, we've got, we've got Kyle Zunick on the show tomorrow. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go after Kyle. Yeah, rightio. Uh, we've got Amy oh. Jones. Ah, oh, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> what, who else we got? Well, we have got Sammy Edmund, yeah, and, well, and so I'm going to actually lay no, down we, the chat. No, we don't. After 7 o'clock, we've got Sam Edmund, and Sam Edmund is of Essien's finest, and there's been a bit going on in footy, and it involves uh, the boy from Gold Coast who's gone to Carlton. He's gone to Tim Smith. Is it Tim Smith? Joel Smith and Elijah Hollins. Tim, Tim Smith used Tim to sell Smith. steak knives. Yeah, he was, he was infomercials. <laughs> That's where I'm going. That's how zoned out I am. So, Russell, this is what we're going to do after seven. His request for you to go a tad harder, yeah. you're on your own. I ain't going to interview. I want to see you go. So, oh I'm gonna, so it's time to step up. Step up or step out. I'll put my journo hat on. You're on your own. Do you, do you reckon you're capable of holding fort with Sam Edmund? Only if you're not in the studio. Yeah, I'm not coming you, in. You put me off and you just... I'm not going to... You'll look at me. You'll pull faces <laughs> and stuff and then it'll Because the topics me. are big enough for you... yesterday. <laughs> the topics are big enough for you to deal yep. with. You know the topics. I've given you a little briefing, very tiny, about what I would ask. No, okay. I'm ready to go. Really? You step out. You're not allowed to, you can't look at me through the window. Yep. You have to be out of sight. <laughs> <laughs> you distract me. Are you capable of oh, doing something? Am I capable, please? Mm. You watch me turn full flog journo then, all right? Okay. Yeah. So Russell is listening and no, he will yeah, mark. Whatever, Russell. No, Russ, 0487736736. So that's good cop, bad cop, Russ? So, so that's the dig. Thank you, Russell. So that's my that's Russell's dig. Don't dig blind. Search before you dig blind online every time, byda.com.au. What's yours? I t- I, okay. Uh, well, mine's, listen, mine's articles on Justin Longmuir's future. It's the 20th of October. 
Okay, now, yep, we understand he's under pressure. All coaches are. But let's wait to at least round three or four. If they're zipping four, then okay, let's let's have a go. But it's the bloke's off-season just for a second and just pull back because otherwise it, it's a very long year and it's a – and you're flogging a dead horse if you start now on 20th of October. So let's just calm the farm, let them have their pre-season. And if they're zipping four next year or one and three, then okay, off we go. But just pull back now. I'm thinking articles on a bloke's future before, mm. the, before pre-seasons mm. even started. Mm. They're on their holidays mm. for next season. Mm. That's mine anyway. Hey, um, nice I, work I, by you. I told you, you, what do you call a guy with no arms or legs in the ocean? Bob. <laughs> well, what do you call a bloke with no arms, no legs, who swims the English Channel? Clever dick. Uh, <laughs> what, nothing? Harlem's texted one yeah, of you. I'm not, can I read that one? What do you call a woman? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not really. Oh, boy. What, do you, what, do you, what happened to the guy running behind the car? He got exhausted. <laughs> what do you call a Mexican bloke who said his car stolen? Carlos. <laughs> oh, what do you call a family. woman no, I... who's got wide hips as a wide no, as wide as a you try No, what do you call a woman who's got wide hips as wide as a tennis net? A net. That's from Harlem. Seriously. We can do better than that. Yeah, that's junk. That's see, that's what you've started. Full nuffy mode. They're not funny. No, it's harmless Friday fun. <laughs> Hang Except on. Except for Annette. You've been... She's got to drop a couple. <laughs> you've been you've been absolutely poo-pooing yeah. the Friday funnies that oh, I, I have produced. Yeah. No, I've got to get myself up and about today. Well, la- you... Laughter helps. After 7 o'clock, yeah. you are going one-on-one. That will provide. Oh, we'll get serious then. I'm with you, Lisa. This is oh, on a serious note. Morning, Goss and Scotty and team. She includes everyone. She's nice, Lisa. AFL drug saga again. There's no room in drugs in, for drugs in any sport. In my opinion, anyone who gets tested positive on match day or pre-season should be banned for life. Yeah. If they want to do drugs, don't play sport. It's a, it's a, it's a very fair point. Um, I'm not sure why these guys continue to put their careers with an average wage of 400000 which will soon be 500000 at risk. Um, during this little part of their life, because it is only a short part of their life. But anyway, it's a society issue too. Lisa's not just obviously AFL, but uh, these players have probably got a lot more to lose than than most. What are you sneering at over there? <laughs> Mate, I just texted yeah. me and yeah. said, <laughs> "My wife told me don't get upset if someone calls you fat. You're much bigger than that." <laughs> 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 and this one, and this one. My boss said to me, you are the worst train operator ever. How many trains have you derailed in the past year? He said, I'm not sure. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> See, welcome aboard. No, but they're better. Welcome, welcome aboard the Nuffy train. Oh. No, but mine are, what do you call her? Yeah, those things. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My wife asked her husband, could you please go shopping for me and buy one carton of milk? And if they have avocados, get six. Short time later, the husband comes back with six cartons of milk. The wife says, "Why didn't you? Why did you buy six cartons of milk?" He said, "Because they had avocados." <laughs>
<laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've created a beast. <laughs> Did you like that one? That's a beauty. She said, get a carton of milk, and if they've got avocados, get six. So he bought six cartons of milk because... They had avocados, but he didn't get the avocados. Did he get yeah. that? <laughs> 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 I just say what I'm explaining them. <laughs> then he'll explain his case. So, Harlem, I really, that's what started this whole thing off. Harlem said, what do you call a man in a pile of leaves? Yeah. Russell, that's what started this yeah. mess. <laughs> yes. What do you call a deer with no eyes? Yeah, I know. No idea. What do you call a metal deer with no eyes? <laughs> Still no idea. <laughs> <laughs> This is bad. If this is what our radio show has come down to, after 7 o'clock, for those who are trying to get us serious, Scotty, on his own, I'm going to leave the studio and you're going to go one-on-one with Sammy Edmund to talk about all things AFL. Hardcore. You're going hardcore. And you might be able to step up because eventually I'm going to leave this job and you're going to have to either <laughs> take over as the number one. It might be quicker than you think. Yeah, you just give us a time frame. I'll be next week. So I'd love something to look forward to. It will be next week. Next week? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about pulling the pin. Now, listen here. <laughs> Listen here, listen here. Better than a public resignation. My, my wife asked me to put ketchup on the shopping list. Ketchup. Now I can't read anything. <laughs> Get it? Because she said put like, ketchup, yeah. tomato oh, sauce, no, no, and no, they no. put it on there Stop. and smeared it all over. Now Stop. we got. Okay. No, we got it. It wasn't bad. What else you got? No, no, that's it now, man. <laughs> Stop. Last one. Stop. Uh, promise. Yep. My, my son's fourth. My son's fourth birthday was today. But when he came to see me, I didn't recognise him at first. I'd never seen him before. <laughs> never seen him before. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> thirteen twelve fifty five. Talking depot open line or zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Amy Jones is <laughs> playing for the Scorchers in <laughs> WBBL. Chris is so upset. He's so flat. As opposed to any other day. <laughs> nah, he's always up in a bit. After seven o'clock, you are going one on one with yep. Sam Edmund. Yep. Uh, and just a reminder, then Kyle Zunick, Perth Wildcats legend, will be. Chatting with us. He's been doing it tough yes. with a foot injury, so it's good to see him back in business. We'll see Very how he gets so. and how he got there. Yep, they're playing Adelaide on the weekend. Uh, we we tomorrow. pencil that in, don't we? I mean, I don't want to moz anything. I'm not a mozzer, but we pencil that in, surely. No, because... they got pants by South East Melbourne. Right? DJ Vasilovic, one game under his belt, and he always sticks a dagger in the heart of the Perth Wildcats, the former Sydney King. Haven't they turned on each other? DJ Vasilovic and the Sydney Kings. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. I did text Bogey. I said, mate, how are we going now, mate? This is the bloke who's in your camp. He didn't get a response. Nothing? No, I think he might have I think he might have um not blocked me, but I think he's um He's a blocker too. Oh yeah. Like on he's... and off the court. <laughs> <laughs> big. He's king blocker. Gosh, have we got any inside someone wants us to straighten up here? Have we got any inside info update on the CEO role at West Coast? Down to three. Can you tell us who they are? No, I cannot, but I know that Don, Don Pike's Pike, one of them. Don Pike is one of them. <laughs> Don't don't guess because I was, um, you know, I, I can't say Simon Garlic because Simon's still the CEO at Fremantle, and you don't want to be going for a job up no, the road. No, 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 no. <laughs> be making uncomfortable for Garlo. <laughs> he's just he's just driven off the road. <laughs> don't forget after seven o'clock. Do I really have to leave the studio? Can't I just sit? No, in the no, studio? no, 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 because. You, you distract me. You pull faces at me when I'm being serious. Like you look at me funny, and I go, "What did I just say? Did yeah. I say something stupid? Did I swear? What had happened?" Yeah, well, I'm giving you one go at it. No, this no, is based sh- on Russell at the Vic Park. You go sit in the boardroom where I can't see you. 
and just oh, should I be oh, worried? Will, will you be too good? No, I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're the journo. We know that. No, I'll ask serious questions. That's serious. It's a yeah, serious conversation. Serious issues. Yeah, they are serious issues. Um, right. I mean, Joel Smith, you, and immediately you go and check out his stats for that round 23 game. And you go, oh, let's keep two goals. There's no big deal. He only had seven possessions. That's not too big a big deal. But the Telstra tracker had him covering 62.3 kilometres. So, oh. you know. <laughs> that, see, that's funny. Well, it's not because we don't make light of that situation, but that is funny. Yeah. Martin from Jaredale's just chimed in for one final time. How do Kiwis find sheep? No, in no. <laughs> it's twenty past six, Scotty and Goss. Scotty and Goss, twenty five past six. Don't forget, we're coming up with Amy Jones shortly. Plays for the Scorchers. They've got a big game tonight against the Hobart Hurricanes. First game of the WBBL, and they're back at the Wacker on Sunday as well. And also after seven, I'm going to step out of the studio only because Russ at the Park Centre said to me yesterday he wants Scotty to go a tad harder in our interviews. So I've laid down you the challenge that... I'm going to do it alone. Do it on your own, but... I, the journo hat on. But, hard questions. It's going to be hard to resist. Well, it's not hard questions. It's Sammy, I just want to find out what's going on in the world. Um, but you're not just stepping out of the studio, you're stepping out of sight. Well, that's okay. what you want me to do. Yeah. <laughs> do it. So Jason has texted in, happy Friday, legends. Oh, good on you, Jason. Scotty, keep getting stuck into Tim. Yeah. Can hear him about to snap. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hilarious, and you can hear the death stares. Yeah, oh, yeah. You'll be good with Edmund, mate. Thanks. Have a great day. Good on you, Jason. What a good bloke he is. So you can sense it. People can sense it. What do you, mate? Now, Gary and Kane said this on SEN a Breakfast about West Coast and pick number one. And they've introduced Tyler Brockman and Matt Flynn. That's passive not, for me. Not, not exciting you? Not well, that's what They have to trade pick one. They just have to. And that will ha- I'm sure that will happen. Well, that would certain. indicate they are because... The ta- and the young talent will be great. Harley Reid, or if it, you know, pick one right now is Harley Reid, but yeah. they've got to get more than that. Have they? To, ha- have to. When you look at what North have got, and even like even what Hawthorne have done, they're the teams that they're competing with. Um, so they're going to, I mean, it's going to be a lot of pain, we understand that, but that pick one just has to go, and, and they'll get a pretty good deal for that, you would think. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to make a comment. I just wanted to put that on the record on WA Radio that those two said that. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Um, this is what they said about the Fremantle Dockers trade period. This is the club next year that fascinates me the most. Underperformed last year. After they were on the track that we thought they were going, probably through to a prelim final this year. That was the path that they were treading, and they were disappointing. And they've lost two starting players out of their lineup, two important players. And then the coach comes in under significant pressure, but it's not his fault. Like they haven't improved their no. list, but it's so so. With him being out of contract, Gary, I think this is a fascinating team with what has happened. To they them. are. Uh, I I did talk to them over the grand final week, just um, by coincidence, had a good chat. Yeah. They're pretty confident they in where like they're at. They think they've got yeah. a young group that just needs another. They're thrilled with their leaders. They think their leaders are of the highest quality you can get mm. in Sarong mm. and Brayshaw. Uh, they love what Amos brings to the side. They think Pierce developed. So, as all clubs are, they're particularly bullish. But yeah. they haven't done anything at all no. there. So that is a concern. Do you agree with any of those sentiments? Um, you, you've touched on Justin Longmuir prior. Yeah, and I'm not. He's unfairly about, targeted at the moment. I'm not talk about that. Um, leave that alone. Oh, we'll talk about West Coast and pick one. 
I just I think there's a different agenda on the for uh, for Eastern States media with pick one, but we'll talk about that as well. I, I, and I was I, I'm to and froing myself on this. I hardly read an exceptional young man, and we figured that out just on the phone with him and, and a chat off air and on air. Um, and he can play, obviously. He's going to be exceptional. But I, my original thoughts were also that West Coast need more than one player. They they need a few more players than just one. So And I'm to and fro. So now, you know, I've, I've flip-flopped from that mentality to they need to take Harley Reid and build it around him because they already have some building blocks. People have forgotten about Jimby and, and, and Hewitt, who are going to be very, very Bazo, good. Bazo, Hoff, Long. Yep. So there's, there's, Jack Williams, who's going to be yeah. a very good ruckman, and let's and let's give you know, and Rhett Bazo obviously had a, a year from hell last year, Correct. and I mean that in all seriousness, Correct. and it has nothing to do with on the field. He he comes back, and I'm not saying that all of a sudden he's he's okay and he's healed and all that sort of stuff, but he's got some space now, and he can you know, and I reckon he'll have a much better year this year. His first year was showed he, he was better in his first year, yeah, correct. At every reason and every fair reason. So, look. Oh, I'm still to and froing on it. And I think I'll, everybody I'll is. I'll change mind in the next month too before the draft. Yeah, correct. And there's a month to go. If North Melbourne are hell-bent on getting Harley Reid, they are going to have to give up two, possibly three. They're not going to. But that's what West Coast will say. Hang on. You want us to give out the elite of the elite of Liet to mm. take two boys, no disrespect, who are not in his class, yeah, to yeah. take two and three. Daniel Curtin, everyone needs to breathe on Daniel Curtin. They want Daniel Curtin and they would be happy to do a deal to get Daniel Curtin, but it ain't going to be at the expense of pick one. No, no chance. Anyway, we'll use is, yeah, we'll see, exactly. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back. Chemist Warehouse, give us our sports update. That's not too far away. Also, on this day, thanks to Baron today, Amy Jones. Can't wait to chat with Amy. She plays for the Scorchers. They're in action today or this afternoon, our time, down there in Tassie. Sammy Edmund, okay, okay, everyone, everybody out there. <laughs> Everyone out there, you're going to get your way with Scotty. You've all of a sudden chimed in, say, "Oh yes, yeah, Scotty could go the hard question." Don't, don't, dead, don't, don't underestimate his talents. Yeah, we'll yeah, I serious. get all that. We'll be serious. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six, and we go to the. Oh, I'm going to read this one because we're going to go to the break. John of Woodvale, formerly of Greenwood, correct? Yeah. Morning, boys. Hey, Goss. What is a pilot's favourite potato chip? Plain. Time for a sports update. Head in Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. We're heading for a top of 26 degrees today. Currently 13.5, 29 tomorrow for Jack's winning. Glorious. Good morning. Uh, some footy news, of course, to, just to recap those top stories. New recruit, new Carlton recruit Elijah Hollins has been served notice to appear in court over possession of an illicit substance, while Melbourne forward Joel Smith tested positive for cocaine. In other footy news, Dylan Scheel has undergone foot surgery in a bid to overcome the problem that curtailed him throughout the year. Cricket World Cup action overnight. India smashed Bangladesh. They beat them by seven wickets. Australia take on Pakistan tonight at 4.30. In the NBL, the Adelaide 36ers, they went down to the southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix won 102 to 85. And in netball, New Zealand has kept the Constellation Cup Series alive. They clinched a thrilling 56-53 to 53 oh, win no. over Australia. Oh, no. Yeah, there you go. Hey, just, Thank you very much, Kevin's Warehouse. Rushing to Kevin's Warehouse for a massive sports nutrition sale. Get up to 50% off selected big brand sports nutrition. It, it just If anyone is doubting the power of this man that sits across from me each day, yesterday when he did the weather, 
He said 25 today, 26 tomorrow, and 31 <laughs> on Saturday for Jack's wedding. Wouldn't mind it being a little bit cooler. Well, it's just been brought down to 29. <laughs> just for you guys, Jack. Do not Jack. doubt his power. That is elite. Um, it's at Sandalford Winery. Question without notice, and you've got to get used to this because you're getting married uh, in four, well, six, seven years. Seven years. Whatever. You said a date yet? So may I just mention, uh, stick to me, uh, <laughs> it's at Sandalford Winery, so it's outside, but it's at 4 o'clock is the service, so we're going to get around 3.30. So it's outside, and there is a big tree where they're getting married. There's this tree. No vines because there's nothing on them at the moment. Should we be wearing a tie? Now, I'm a tie believer, Hmm. But should we be wearing a tie for an outdoor wedding? Now, this is not causing a drama. It's just a question without notice. Listen, um, I've always been a tie man at weddings. Me too. Tie at a wedding, tie at a funeral, uh, job interview, court appearance. That's about the only times you need them now. But I just I think ties are dead. I think ties are gone. Ties are on the out. I was at a wedding. It depends on the mood and the vibe of the wedding, though, and what the... I think the, the father happy of the couple groom, are like father of the groom or bride sets the agenda. No, no, I don't think they set the agenda. I think they wear a tie. Oh yeah, <laughs> so Goss is <laughs> locked in for a tie. Yeah, and and a vest, and everyone else can kind of decide Rule on the day. Three piece tight, warm number. That's what <laughs> the father of the bride or groom should wear. After seven o'clock, Sam Edmund will join us. Of course, Scotty going one on one. Sen Chief Sports Reporter. Are you think? Do you think as the producer of this show? Mm-hmm. I, I can. Can I stay in here during this interview? No. No. Really? Thank you. No, we have to get you out. Scotty has to learn to stand on his own two (laughs) feet at one stage. So do you agree with Russell from the Park Centre that Scotty needs to go a tad harder? I I was whispering into a little earpiece that Russell had in his ear. I saw him there. I was like, Rusty, this is what you say to Goss, okay? Tell him that Scotty needs to finally learn how to host this show by himself. So I'm going to give him a crack, 7 o'clock. I think we've proven that. I think you've proven we can do that. You and I did it not that long ago. Oh, to mix success. Smoothest. <laughs> mix success. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got word back from feedback. the bosses. They were not happy. Well, it... <laughs> <laughs> they need a lift. Hey, guys, yeah. keep pick one after a bad year next year and put in a request for help from the AFL. Get five picks. Like, yeah, similar to North Melbourne. Yeah, but they, well, I was, you know what? North I, Melbourne I, shouldn't be allowed to no, trade any of those. No, that's... <laughs> They're uh, a basket case, mate. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, they'd be up in arms if they did. But I, I was surprised at the Eagles, and I'm not sure whether it was ego or pride or what, didn't ask for some sort of help. All right, let's do this. On this day, I see clearly... Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Thanks to Bower and Day because the little things are everything. And today's date, of course, is October 20, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to everyone out mm. there. Laurie Daly, the Australian Rugby League superstar, is having a birthday. Kevin Walters, of course, another of those uh, of that game. He's, uh, he's also legend. celebrating a birthday. Absolute him. legend. Yeah, they do too. Uh, Wanda Jackson. And the uh, gentleman, Kevin Walters, knocked some drinks out of my hands once on the Gold Coast. And uh, I said, I didn't know who it was. I'm going, <laughs> Mate, you right? He's going, oh, sorry. And I'm going, that's all right. Just grab, grab me some freshies and we're good. And uh, it was no hesitation. What are you drinking? Here you go. Sorry about that. My apologies, mate. You were one of the good blokes. See, I, then, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have asked for someone to go and get me the reload. Someone, knocks, going, someone knocks your drinks out of your hands and it's their fault. they got to reload. So it's deliberate, was it? He walked up and said, I'm going to knock these out of your hands. It doesn't hand. matter. It's an accident. You have an accident. in a, If you bump into someone in your car, you still got to pay for it. You didn't mean to. Someone knocks your drinks over. 
Reload. Yeah, but that's a given. That's a little bit different. Apples and oranges. But then you... I went back and said, oh, this bloke, oh, hang on, boys, the drinks are coming, but this bloke knocked him over. I said, man, that's Kevin Wallace. Don't, don't, mate, don't disrespect him. And I said, not, but he's a great man, whoever he is. Wanda Jackson's 86. Some people like to rock, some people <laughs> like to roll, but moving in a groove is going to satisfy my soul. Let's have a party. Well, wake up to that voice. <laughs> man or woman? <laughs> No, seriously. I thought Wanda Jackson was... She. 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 Yeah, okay. Wanda. There's no bloke called Wanda, surely. <laughs> Wanda. Help that me, a, Wanda. That was, a, that was a piercing voice, though, wasn't it? Tom Petty, Tom Petty born oh, on this day in 1950. Cool. Great driving song. I've seen a photo put up of Wanda Jackson in later life. Pretty sure it's a woman. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Danny Minogue. Now, this is my favourite oh, she, she, She's. Oh, I love her. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do. Met her a few times. First time I met her, I choked. Dead said choked. I'll name drop here. I was with the the owner of Cirque du Soleil, right? Guy, great man. He he had the uh, the after party of the Montreal Grand Prix at his at his house. All, Listen to this. All the drivers this is knew him, right? That person. All the per- all everyone knew him, and we're going through the pits at the Melbourne Grand Prix in 2000, and the end one was the BAR Honda, and she was going out with Jacques Villeneuve. And I get there, and he goes off to talk to a girl. He goes, Scotty, come here. And I come over. He said, Oh, Scotty, this is Danny. Danny, this is Scotty. And I went, Okay, oh, Danny. <laughs> and all I could come up with, ah! all I could come up with was, so good to be home. I slapped myself in the head and walked away. I just choked. Clip that up and send that across to Melbourne if you can. Uh, I'm famous. I don't say that. I, had, I said I had the big, I had the name drop. But I didn't give you the context of the story. I was, I was just walking through the pits with I and met Danny Monet. You didn't need to give us the Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. John Krasinski's birthday today. He's worth more. Jim Halpert from The Office. Mm. You watch The Office? I've watched bits and pieces of it, that sort of stuff. Yeah, cool. Didn't really jump into it. (laughs) Jess Glynn's 34. Got to get on because we're running out of time because Amy Jones is waiting for us down in Tassie. Speaking of cricket, the Bison's 32 today. Happy birthday to him. Just something. Just something of the Bison. Anyway. Great man. uh, Homicide first screened on Australian television on this day in 1964. You're a homicide man, a Division 4 man, or a Matlock policeman. None of them. Oh, really? I think they're all before my time. Yeah, they might have been, actually, but they're all very, very good. Hey, on this day, Sydney Opera House was officially opened by the Queen in 1973. Brian Adams, this was number one on this day, 1991, for 16 weeks. Don't tell me it's not worth fighting for. Many a wedding video was produced to that one. Yeah. Sometimes more than once. Yeah, Jack. 
<laughs> oh, rehashed. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. change the people. Jack's not going to roll with he, he might do. He might do. October 20, happy birthday. For celebrating a birthday. Thanks to Baron Day. Don't miss out on the little moments because the little things are everything. And you too released their debut yeah. album on this day, Boy in 1980. Amy Jones talking cricket next. You're listening to Scotty and Goss on SENWA Breakfast, thanks to Fleet Network here in the Toolkit Depot. And joined now by the man who, well, if it's not a news story, then uh, he doesn't care about it because he's across all the things that are important in the AFL world. And his name is Sammy Edmund. He's SEN's chief sports reporter. It's great to have you on the line, Sammy. Good morning, mate. Scotty, great to be on the line. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Oh, mate. It's just a one day into the... Uh, uh, well, let's call it the off-season after trade week. And your hands are full already. Some disappointing news in uh, in the Joel Smith uh, drug saga. And there's a new one, too, with Elijah Hollins. But let's start with uh, with Joel Smith. Uh, breaking news came out yesterday morning that uh, he had tested positive to what they believe is cocaine during a match day uh, drug test. Yeah, just incredible, Scotty. So here we are, not even two days into what, what I suppose is the AFL off-season proper after the trade period, and we've got double drug sagas. So you're right, Joel Smith decides to take cocaine a couple of days out before a round 23 game. He returns a positive test after the final siren, a urine sample. Um, Carlton yesterday released a statement confirming their new recruit, Elijah Hollands, will face court on possession of illicit uh, substance a day after trading for him. So I'll tell you what, welcome to the job if you're Andrew Dillon. you got your first saga, a pair of them as well. And I don't know about you, Scotty, but not for the first time in recent times. We, and perhaps the AFL, asked the question, what on earth is going on at Melbourne? I mean, this is professional mm. sport, a professional club like the D's. A premiership club only two years ago, I reckon, geez, I don't know, the body blows. They're starting to, to pile up. But uh, as far as Joel Smith goes, He'd be a nervous boy at the moment. He'll have a, an interview in the next uh, period of time, the next few weeks, maybe a month from now, with officials from Sport Integrity Australia who run the testing regime on match day for the AFL. Well, there's so many different scenarios in this too, Sammy. Like it, it could be, it could be four years, it could be a month. I mean, what would have to happen for Joel Smith to only get a month or three months or, or six months? Um, yeah. There has to be some yeah. extraordinary circumstances because we know that Asada. WADA and um, Sports Integrity Australia, geez, they don't take this stuff lightly. No. So the illicit drug code, we need to point out, is obviously separate from the anti-doping code. Now, the AFL's separate illicit drugs policy is being reviewed at the moment by the league and the the Players' Association. So if a player tests positive to an illicit drug under the AFL anti-doping code, then they face a two-year ban if it's in competition and potentially a three-month ban if it's out of competition. But critically, Scotty, the the Sport Integrity Australia website states the following, and it says, before 2021, the presence of these substances in your system in competition could lead to a four-year ban, but from the 1st of January 21, if an athlete tests positive to a substance of abuse in competition, the sanction is only three months if the athlete can prove the substance was used out of competition and was unrelated to sporting performance. So Smith will need to prove 
both of those things in his hearing with Sports Integrity Australia in the coming weeks. And he, you're right, he could have it reduced to a month under the AFL's anti-dubby code, if he agreed to do things like undergo, you know, substance of abuse treatment, there's a mental health overlay to that sort of thing as well. But uh, clearly that rule change from a couple of years ago works in his favour. It's staggering that you know, two days out from a game. And look, you'd be an absolute idiot to say that um, recreational drugs, they are illicit drugs, uh, are not rife across the entire community, not just AFL standards, but to, you know, to be sitting there two days before a game doing whatever the hell he was doing is the staggering thing. And this all comes on the back of, you mentioned Melbourne and what is going on down there, and the, the, the spotlight has to be shone on there. There's been rumours for a couple of years now, hasn't there, Sammy, about what's happening, and it starts with the coach, it goes to the playing group, their culture, but there, where there's so much smoke, there has to be some fire. And this comes on the back of Simon Goodman, you know, proclaiming at the D's best and fairest that they have a have a great culture, um, and that uh, you know everything is is absolute rubbish. Yeah, well, it goes back even further than that. It goes back to the former president Glenn Barlett and his strong belief that mm-hmm. there were behavioural issues at his club back in you know 2021, and they've been repeatedly squashed. Can they continue to be? I mean, Bartlett was bulldozed out of the presidency yep. shortly thereafter. Uh, so is their heads in the sand at Melbourne or are they miles from the beach, Scotty? It, I mean, it is 2023. Should we expect 44 different men to be priests? But as we said earlier, this is professional sport. This is a professional club. Um, and, and this is a situation where you've got rumours around the coach who was investigated for his behaviour and he's repeatedly um, denied those. There was an internal investigation into his conduct. Clayton Oliver this month was taken to Footscray Hospital for a CT scan and x-rays after suffering a seizure and has long battled mental health challenges as well. You had that silly little uh, drunken fight at Entrecot, something as simple as mm. that, just over the fact that one demon was a premiership player and another was not. And now you've got the Joel Smith saga on top of that. So um, Clayton Oliver's recently moved in with Max Gorn. Uh, Max has taken him in. Max is on holidays in Fiji at the moment. Um, I mean, you can't watch someone every minute of every day. Um, what needs to happen from here will be uh, of great interest uh, to the AFL and their uh, integrity department and, the, and their new boss, Andrew Dillon. And I would assume uh, Gary Pert, Kate Rothby, the entire leadership at Melbourne, who surely now, um, Scotty, have to have to take matters into their own hands on a, on a serious on a serious front. Well, on a uh, non-serious front, you feel for Mrs Gorn, don't you? She's got Max, she's got a two-year-old, a one on the way, and now she's got Clary. She, she's got her hands full, <laughs> that lady, and a, and a patient, patient lady. But on another serious note, we just touched on Elijah Holland's uh, recently traded to Carlton, and he's uh, now been served, a day later, been served notice to appear in court over possession of an illicit substance. Do you, do you, how much do you know about that? And two, do you think Carlton knew about this with their due diligence before they picked him up, or has this been, g'day, welcome to the club, and I'm sorry, what, what's that? Yeah, no, no, they did know. They released a statement yesterday, Carlton, to say that they made a, a quote-unquote informed decision to proceed with recruiting uh, Elijah Hollins, who's obviously the brother of Blues winger Ollie, after Elijah came clean to Carlton last month, Scotty, that he had been served with this notice to appear in court. So uh, Carlton knew that. They were told that by the player and his management. They decided to proceed anyway with recruiting him. And then four minutes after their statement dropped, the Gold Coast Suns said that their now former player would appear in court on one count of possession of what they said was a small quantity of an illicit substance. So the AFL Integrity Unit, again, have been brought in as your standard. Uh, the Blues are saying that Hollands will commence pre-season training on schedule in November. But uh, not, not not something they were blindsided by, at least not 
not yesterday anyway. Terry, there are some cushy jobs in the AFL, but um, being a part of the AFL Integrity Unit is going to be busier and busier, I reckon, just as the, as the years go on and the, uh, the pressure and the um, attention on players continues to, uh, to increase. I tell you, it's a, a tough gig. Now, let's talk some WA action, it's, in particular the Eagles. Now, a bloke that I love in, in little Joey Montagna, dual All-Australian, uh, he believes, his, his thoughts would be that it's in both West Coast and North Melbourne's best interest to strike a trade involving pick one, considering where they both sit in their rebuild situations. Now, is this just Melbourne media desperate to have Harley Reid in Melbourne? It seems that way to me, but because, and I'm to and froing with West Coast, whether they need more players in, more than just one, or do they just take this exceptionally talented young man? We spoke to him on the show last week. He seems like an absolute ripper. Where do you yeah. sit with this, Sammy? Yeah, and we've spoken to Rowan O'Brien, of course, the list manager at mm. West Coast on Trade Radio, understandably keeping his cards really close to his chest. We had Brady Rawlings on uh, yesterday here at SEN, uh, North Melbourne um, list boss as well. His card's really close to his chest. Suffice to say, they're going to have another real big crack at that pick one that your uh, West Coast Eagles control at the moment, uh, uh, Scotty, in the next couple of weeks. But, look, it's a really hard question for an outsider to answer, I think, purely because it, the decision is should be, anyway, based on how West Coast view the draft or how mm. they view the draft after the top couple of picks. Now, if they think that it's thin like most other experts do and it falls away rapidly after some are saying pick six and pick seven, then, then you keep pick one, don't you? You get a generational talent, the kid that they've run out of superlatives for. If West Coast look at the draft and think, no, if that's deeper than that, we can find some real talent, particularly in the first round and the fringes of the second round, then I don't think they can afford to keep pick one. If it's me, I'm getting as much young talent in that group as I can at one time yeah. to fast-track this rebuild. And we've seen his, in, in, you know, in, in years gone by, clubs totally transform their fortunes uh, most notably Port Adelaide, of course, with multiple picks inside the first round. So as good as Harley Reid might be, if you think you can get three sw- solid, really high-quality players in for the next you know, 10 to 15 years, and I think you do that every day of the week, but it really depends on how they view the rest of the draft. And would you get a feel out of, out of Rowan uh, on that? Is it, it, it basically has to be pick 2 three, fifteen for Harley Reid. I mean, he's, he's rated that highly, and, you, and always in the draft you get... You know, players that are, well, this guy's been the best. But he, we've been speaking about Harley Reid since last year's draft and that he's going to be number one in 12 months' time. Um, and from all reports, he is that far ahead of anyone else in it. It'd have to be yeah. picked 2 3 15, doesn't it? Well, I mean, these guys are good poker players for a reason. Yeah. They do this all the time. So if you're asking me what sort of read I got, I'd be lying if I said I got one because it was nigh on impossible to get one from him. Look, in regards to what he's worth, they set the price. So what he's worth is what they decide he's worth. For me, I think that's overs. I wouldn't be, if I'm North Melbourne, I mean, I wouldn't be giving two, three, and 15. I'll be giving two, maybe, and I'll be giving 15. I might be giving 17. I might mm. be giving eight. I, I, I'm holding my pick, um, one of those two and threes, absolutely. But... Uh, yeah, look, I mean, it really depends on, on what West Coast, um, where they think they can get that. They have a million contingency plans about where they can get certain players, where they'll get through to them. There's certainly a negotiating behind the scenes as well with certain clubs. A bit of back-scratching as well. That we'll, We're committed to this guy. What are you guys doing? So this will all get worked out, you know, uh, I'm sure well before draft night. But uh, it's going to be a fascinating watch because... I think other clubs aren't, don't think they're out of it either. I know mm. Melbourne are trying to work up as well. Hawthorne are trying to work up. Uh, North Melbourne have the best 
sort of arsenal to get it done. But uh, the West Coast are in a great position because in many ways they can't lose. I tell you, the biggest story that you'll be chasing is the explosion at AFL House if North give up two and the compensation pick three. <laughs> the AFL will be filthy on them because it'll probably set them back just a little bit as well because they need more than one player themselves. They can get us. Hey, Sammy, yeah, thank, thank yeah, you so much, right. mate, for joining us, buddy. Uh, always good to chat to you. And you can hear Sam on the captain's run right after we wrap up here on Scotty and Goss. So stay tuned to SENWA. That's Sammy Edmund. Good morning. Thanks, Scotty. Scotty, as we know, the World Cup cricket is on, but yep. the best part about it locally and in Australia is the WBBL season is about to kick off and it's going to start tonight for our Perth Scorchers. They take on the Hobart Hurricanes at Utah Stadium. 4-10 our time. And one of the Scorchers' very best is Amy Jones, of course, England international, keeper batsman or batter, and joins us now. Amy, appreciate your time. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, fantastic. Oh, you're champing at the bit to get started. I know there's sort of no off-season now in cricket. You go, you flit around all around the world and have all sorts of series and all forms of games. So it's a new series starting down uh, in Tassie for you. Uh, excited, though, to, to be pulling on the orange of the Scorchers? Yeah, absolutely. Really excited. You do sort of jump from tournament to tournament, but had a couple of weeks off after um, the English summer. So, yeah, really excited to be back with the Scorchers. Second stint with the Scorchers. What was the attraction to come back? Obviously, lots of negotiation, lots of drafting. Tell us a bit about the, the Amy Jones factor wanting to, again, butter up for Perth. Yeah, I just I absolutely loved um, playing for Scorchers before um, I spent a lot of time in Perth. It's such a beautiful place to be. And, um, yeah, I guess with the unknown nature of a draft, um, it was quite nice to, yeah, have that sort of locked in. Um, so, yeah, just just really excited to be back. Amy, we've just signed uh, Nat Skiva-Brunt as well, controversially for some, but uh, we think it's worked out bloody beautifully, so we're happy about it. So, <laughs> But you and you and Nat are, are close friends. Uh, you must be excited that uh, we've managed to get her onto the uh, onto the team roster. Yeah, absolutely. It was, yeah, I was so pleased when she said she was, she was coming. We've been friends for a long time, back since our uni days, so... Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. And she was she was here last time I played, so it's great to have a you know really familiar face um, yeah. alongside. Yeah, the old Nat Siver Brunt uh, controversy though. All the other teams are not very happy with the Scorchers. <laughs> I know it's, it it blew up a bit more than we expected, to be honest. I think, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we're all very happy over. Over here, that's for sure. Uh, very good. And the other one is Lauren Winfield-Hill, of course, another international signing for the Scorchers. Played a lot of cricket with yourself, Amy. Tell us, did you sort of have to convince her uh, or have you educated her in what Perth and the Scorchers is all about? Uh, well, she she came over, I think, a couple of days and just, just fit in straight away. So she's um, she's a great, a great teammate to have around. Um, and, yeah, she's a very experienced batter, so... Um, yeah, she's all. She doesn't need any advice from me. I think she she's fitting perfectly, and um, yeah, really looking forward to seeing her back tonight. You seem to be the draw card, Amy. They're just recruiting all of your friends, and uh, <laughs> you're the most important player in the team. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem like that, doesn't it? I think Perth's always had a bit of an attraction for the for the English. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Hey, just in regards to um, expectations, and every team 
and I think the competition's just got better. And all of a sudden, you're having lots of international flavours and really like elite international players, of which you are one. And then you've got your Australian talent as well. Something about the WBBL, where does it sit in the scheme of, of the sort of the 20-over cricket in around the world? Where does it sit with players wanting to come and the standard? Yeah, I think it's right up there. Obviously, um, you know, along, alongside the hundred and um, the new women's IPL, I think you know there's three fantastic competitions there. Um, and yeah, the Big Bash has always sort of led the way in that, I guess, with it with it being a few years ahead of um, the others. So yeah, it's, it's great to see you know so many overseas players coming over as well, and um, the standard is is really high and is is set to be really high again this year. So. Yeah, it's definitely right up there. Amy, there's a few younger players in the uh, in the group. Who's impressed you? Who are the ones we're looking out for and you're expecting big things from? Yeah, the the, the depth in this squad is, is brilliant. And um, I think, you know, um, Chloe Ainsworth in particular has definitely impressed a lot of us um, in the net. She's got good pace and um, good variations too. So, yeah, excited to see what she can do. Um, but yeah, I think I think the squad all round is is looking in, yeah in really good shape. What about King and um, of course Beth Mooney? Who you playing against? Yeah, just, who I always find that really really difficult because you are actually at each other's throats. Yeah. Uh, playing when Australia plays England, and all of a sudden you go, oh, they're really nice. Are they going to be on our team now? How tough is that? Yeah. Do do you actually get a different perspective, or when you're playing against them, they're actually your friends anyway? If you know what I mean. Yeah, I think well with with those two, I, I know them quite well from before. So um, we haven't, we've never had the, the sort of on the pitch rivalry too much. Um, but I know that is a, an element that can be quite daunting mm. to, for some when you play with obviously players you don't know, and when you've had some um, big battles on the pitch. Um, but I, I think every time it it quickly becomes friendships when you're on the same team, um, and it is nice to see sort of two sides of people, I guess. Are you going to be keeping for the Scorchers tonight? And, oh, you've got, because we know that Beth can keep as well, and although, albeit she doesn't keep for the Australian team, but she has kept for the Scorchers and the likes. Are you, have you been signed up as the as the number one keeper? No, no, Beth, Beth will be keeping, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Her team, her job. I'm happy to um, yeah run around in the field and what I can do. <laughs> no disrespect, Amy Jones, but I always find some keepers, when they're out of their comfort zone, no pads, no gloves, could be a little bit clumsy, not as confident, don't have the protection <laughs> of the hands. What do you like in the field? Because Beth seems to have taken to like a duck to water when she's playing for Australia, not keeping for Australia. How do you go? Um, to be honest, I think I'd be in the clumsy category. It's, um, I, haven't, I did it last year for... Sydney Thunder with mixed results, um, <laughs> but I'll give it my all, that's for sure. All right, so you're here as a batter predominantly, and, and if needed, you'll step in behind the stumps. Yeah, yeah. All righty, Tassie tonight against Hobart Hurricanes. And then on Sunday, hey, no rest, straight back, long flight. Uh, you take on Brisbane at the Wacker on Sunday morning. So, um, wow, you, uh, you want to get a good night's sleep after the Tassie game? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a, bit, a big factor with the Big Bash, actually, all the travel. Not quite used to it um, back in England. We have some coach journeys, but, yeah, the flights are a bit different. So, yeah, sleep will be very important. Ah, very good. Um, appreciate your time. Amy Jones, uh, well, Perth Scorcher, England International. Looking forward to it in the WBBL Big Bash. And Chief recruiter. Chief recruiter. Yeah. I know. No, Amy, no team. That's no, the way. That's that's right. No one's coming unless Amy's playing. <laughs> 
Amy Jones, we look forward to seeing you perform for the Scorchers in the Big Bash. Good luck tonight against Hobart Hurricanes and even better luck on Sunday at the Wacker. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Amy Jones joining us on Scotty and Goss. What? Really, really good. I wasn't expecting that. Well, it was, it was, it was good. It was, goes to show when you put a bit of effort and mm-hmm. you focus and you don't just rely on someone else to do the heavy lifting. I, you can step up. I was very, very. Pr- I'm proud of you, actually. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. And I, I just don't understand why you say it's so hard. Don't think it's hard. Think if you do a bit of research. Oh. And you're actually across the subject matter. Yeah. You know, just waltz in. Like, you know, I think you actually planned that. The end was a little bit, I need to get out of here real fast. Have a listen. It'll probably set them back just a little bit as well because they need more than one player themselves that can get us. Hey, Sammy, yeah, thank, thank yeah, you so much, right. mate, for joining us, buddy. Uh, always good to chat to you. And you can hear Sam on the captain's run right after we wrap up here on Scotty and Goss. So stay tuned to SENWA. That's Sammy Edmund. Good morning. Thanks, Scotty. Yeah, well, look, I, I, there's a bit I, going on there. Look, I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I haven't stuffed this up yet. No. So let's get out before I do. Jason, three votes. Cop that, Timbo. Three votes, oh. Scott Cummings. You did yeah. legend. You oh. did good legend. Oh, good on you, Jason. Good on you, Jason. He's a nice bloke. He's just a positive person. Ryan says, stirring interview, Scotty. Backing you all the way to take over from Goss in being the lead interviewer. No, I don't. It's just a, it's just a makeshift one. And Todd, Let's who's not carried away, right? Todd's got an incredible talent. <laughs> Todd from Alkamos. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to read it out because it's only fair. Todd's taken time to text 0487 736 He's texted in, of course, this morning. What I like about Scotty's interview with Sammy Edmund is that Sammy was doing an interview on SEN Melbourne at the same time. Uh, he must have pre-recorded that one. I don't know. I don't, I, to, but how can Todd be listening to us and... Yeah. He must have two He might be one of those dodgy people that has two phones. <laughs> oh, two phones, Todd. That's what they call him. Dodgy. Well done anyway. It was a good interview, and you can hear the, uh, the, the version with both of us on the SEN app, of course, SENWA. Sammy's across it all. He knows what he's doing. He certainly is. He certainly is. Hey, coming up after 7.30, Perth Wildcats fans, you're in action tomorrow against yes. Adelaide, of course. Come on, we're back. And Kyle Zunick will be joining us as well. He's making his return after being injured and not playing a minute at this stage. Um, I want to throw this at you. Dave Warner was interviewed uh, over there at the World Cup, mm. and he made this comment. Now, you've got to almost see the vision to think, well, is he taking the mickey? Or is it just Dave Warner being Dave Warner? He's talking about umpires' stats being on the big screen like they are for cricketers and other sportsmen. There's a lot to say, I think, in terms of um, what I'd like to see. This probably won't get across, but players' stats go up on the board as you walk out to bat. When they announce the umpires and they come up on screen, I'd love to see their stats come up on the board as well because we see that in NRL. I know this is a world game, but NRL shows those stats. I think the NFL shows those stats. I think it's a, it's a great um, thing for the spectators to see that as well. Is he talking umpires, umpired games, games umpired, and or is he talking about he <laughs> he's had eight decisions reviewed and mm. um, rejected mm. in the last ten weeks? The latter. Yep, that's what he's aiming at. Well, that's just stupid. 
Yeah, I think he's. I think it's tongue in cheek, and but under, I don't know if David's capable of doing tongue in cheek. He's under five eight, isn't he? <laughs> you know my theory, Scotty. I need to share something with you. Um, whilst you were doing that interview with Sammy, and I was critically analysing your what performance. Are you doing? Well, I've been roped into playing golf for the Adult and Teen Challenge Foundation. Fantastic, Adult and Teen Challenge Foundation. Right, so golf do they know that it's a, have they organised a thirteen hole golf day? Royal Perth Golf Course. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Monday, 7th of November. And the agency, who's who I work for, of course, selling real estate for, is um, putting together a team. And they wanted the elite golfers of the network mm. to play. Right. So none of them were available. Check my emails. <laughs> but it said to me, here, f- click on that link, set up your profile, and try and raise some funds to play. Yeah. Brilliant. So I... Good stuff. Yeah, thank you. So I said, I, I, I've done so, right? I've said, um, let's smash this out of the park. I've sponsored myself to kick things off. It's now up to my friends to chip in. Get what I did there. Mm. Uh, click on the link yes, above. Chip in. So I set myself a target of $1,000 to, for, to Good raise. Stuff. That's thank you. Helpful. Yep. I think it's originally, I think it's 350 I think it's got to be a minimum of 350 but I said 1000 Yeah, good call. And on the setup, it put in your bank details. And I'm thinking, okay, you put your bank details in because people who are donating the money goes into your account and then it goes out of your account into the fundraising account. I don't, I don't know exactly how to show it. It's the first time I've done something like this. Right. I've just donated $1,000 to the cause. <laughs> <laughs> no. Except thanks for your donation. You've already exceeded. <laughs> I was just about to say, you've hit your target. I've hit my target. <laughs> By yourself. You, so instead of setting it up and saying, here's my target of $1,000, chip in and let's get there, you've accidentally donated $1,000. Yes. <laughs> and it's a, it's a good cause. I don't know if it's that great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts oh, a little bit. Because I'm actually playing golf. Yeah, and I'm actually doing the heavy lifting by playing the golf tournament. chipped in a little bit and you chip in a bit yourself and you're helping just by being there. Just your faces. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. I'm not going to charge them. I normally would. I am. You've just, you've. It's not well, funny, Scott. Well, I, look, I get it. Oh, and... I'd be bleeding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, so, I'd be corner of fetal position. So I need help for, from our listeners. Now I'm happy to pay the thousand. I get all that. It's Good done now. You, I'm not going to reverse it. I'm not going to ring the bank and ring the charity and say, "Can I have my money back?" I'm not going to do that. Oh, that's a that's a. Oh, I want to be there if that phone call's made. Tim Gossage Facebook. It's my Tim Gossage personal once me standing with all my brothers and sisters. I've got about 15 Facebook accounts for some strange reason. All those burners. Yeah, no, no, I think there's people trying to be me. Anyway, so Tim Gossage, and you can see the link there, foundation-golfclassic. If you want to know more, can we post the link on our SEN? I don't know what SEN's got, but any on the SEN's. And and a separate GoFundMe. Gosting and his gorilla back. No, it's not about me getting my money back, but I think if I'm going to donate that amount so by error. So should Hey? So should your mates. I think my friends and the listening, and, and if you if you don't, trust me to our audience, and you you can start. I knew it. You can start. <laughs> you can donate. Go on the link right. and make a donation. Do you have to be on Facebook? I'm not on Facebook. Don't. I'll send you the link. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> I'll find it. You know what? If it's meant to be, I'll find it. You actually owe me 70. Anyway. Bloody <laughs> <Let me> peel. <laughs> Thanks to Ladbrokes. Anyway, please, oh, wow. audience, 
Can you make a donation? Just so it, because I've I've donated a thousand. I think if I can do that and play in the golf day. You can do the same. And I would love you to help us out. Adult and Teen Challenge as well. It's a great cause. The link will go up on Twitter soon. It's there. It's foundation-golf, uh, T-Gossage. It's all there. Please go onto X, Twitter, whatever it may be. Make a difference. And I want to set this um, set this uh, fundraising target alive. Adult and Teen Challenge. It's, it's a great cause. And uh, it's good to be involved. But I really have overcooked. <laughs> Generosity. Solid error. <laughs> uh, let's get a breakaway. Kyle Zunick's not too far away. Scotty and Goss. And don't forget, Tommy Hackett also from Ladbroke. Big day of racing tomorrow. Caulfield Cup day. We'll get an update with him as well. Thanks to um, – have you got a snap judgment really quickly before uh, we go? Yeah, well, you know what? The waffle is um, – yes, they are considering is. playing the – they've put it to the clubs, playing the grand final on the AFL finals eve weekend. Or, you know, the weekend they have off the finals by. Yes, Weekend. Yes. My snap judgment is if they do that, that would be a hit and they'd get 30,000 people to the game. <laughs> Righty. Snap Fitness for the feeling. Snap Fitness has you covered. Visit your local Snap Fitness to find out more. Snapfitness.com.au. All right. All our money men and women who listen. Here it is. You can see, look, on the screen. Look, if you can see Tim that. Do- Tim donated to Tim Gossage. $1,000 28 minutes ago. Well done, mate. <laughs> Don't say well Get on you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Tim donated to Tim Gossage. You just thought you donated to yourself. Were you trying to put it in a secret account? Or no, something? I was trying to build the account yeah. to say that's my goal. Yeah. And I exceeded my goal in my first well, you donation. you hit it in one hit, so all your friends are off the hook. <laughs> well done, Gossage. Made his grand. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. It is Caulfield Cup Day tomorrow at Caulfield, but fancy that. Uh, Tommy Hackett. <laughs> Where is it? It's Caulfield, apparently. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy Hackett, good morning. What market have we got? Gold trip. I'm completely confused by this gold trip stuff. What's going on here? Yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, interesting story with gold trip, who is the favourite for the race. I still don't think it's 100% guaranteed he'll be running uh, tomorrow. There's some wow. concern about wow. running him on a certain track with uh, other races that he's got ahead, like the Ludbrokes Cox Plate and the Melbourne Cup. Yep. So he's $6 favourite at the moment, but I certainly wouldn't be stunned if we get the news tomorrow that he won't be running in the race. Westwind Blows on the second line of betting at $6.50. Solcom $7.50 without a fight, $8. The Japanese Galloper, $9. The best-backed horse in the last 24 hours, though, has been Valiant King. He's mm. now into $10, trained by Joseph O'Brien. Joseph O'Brien's already won a Melbourne Cup. He's already won a Ludbrokes Cox Plate. If he won a Caulfield Cup, He'd be one golden super win away from training the Grand Slam in Australia. And he's had about 20 runners in Australia across his career. So it'd be a, a huge effort for him. And the, he's the horse that punters want to be with in the last 24 hours. Hey, Tommy, you can ask you a question. And you might not like this one. If if, if I jumped on Solcom right now at $7.50 and then Gold Trip gets uh, scratched and doesn't run, do you get the seven fifty, or do you get deductions? There will be some deductions in that price, but because Gold Trip six dollars, the deductions wouldn't be enormous. So there definitely would be uh, deductions. But I think it's the six dollar mark in a, a big field. You're sort of talking a few cents here and there. Yeah, yeah okay, no, very good. That's why Ladbrokes are the best, mate, because yeah, I don't absolutely skin you. Yeah, nice work. Hey, what about the uh, World Cup? It's tonight, Australia v Pakistan. Yeah, big game of this one. A tricky one for Australia. Pakistan are a very, very good side on their day. So Australia will go in as favourites, though. They've been well backed in the last 24 hours as well. They're into $1.55. 
Pakistan two dollars forty five. If you're looking for a bet in this one, Imran Al Haq is four fifty to top score for Pakistan. He's got a good record against Australia. He was very good when these two teams played an ODI series last year. I think he's the best value in Pakistan top run scorer market. Well, I get the feeling David Warner's going to go bang at some stage during the tournament. He's four dollars fifty to be the top run scorer for Australia. All right, on to more pressing matters, uh, Tommy. My mate over here and your mate on uh, Labbrokes Mates Mode. <laughs> Well, he's had a little bit of a balls up just recently <laughs> while he was trying to set up an account for uh, for a, a fantastic charity to raise money. Run wanted to raise a thousand dollars from his friends. He was going to put it all out there on his Facebook account. Adult and Teen Challenge. Adult and Teen Challenge Foundation, and um, he's accidentally donated a thousand himself. So he's hit his target. We're just wondering if Ladbrokes can just help Come him on, out, Ladbrokes. help him out just a little bit because he's. Well, he's, he's down a grand already. I don't need the money. I don't want yeah. my money back. I just want people to donate to the cause to show that my $1,000 is, is genuine. And I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we can work something out. Oh, thanks, oh, Tom. Good on you. Sorry buddy. to put that on air like that, Tom. I wasn't expecting it, but <laughs> oh, I really I, appreciate I it. I had to ask the question. I was just trying to get your grand back. But we're going to get some more out of for, uh, it, Adult and Teen Foundation. It's on my, it's on my Facebook, uh, Tommy, or on the on the, on the the SEN uh, Breakfast yeah. uh, Twitter X. So, mate... Give up your Saturday bonus, Tommy, <laughs> and, drop, and drop in 20. I reckon Tom will text me very shortly and go, mate. Don't ever do don't that ever again. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> that was my bad. My bad, Tommy. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, well, we'll find you for that one, Scotty, yeah. I think. Mean. Good Scott, on you. Scott an ambush. Good on you, Tommy. Appreciate <laughs> your time. Have a great weekend, Thanks, Legend. That odds update, thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken, on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Okay, so at this stage, since putting it out there that I've made the blunder, but yes. still, what a good blunder it is to make because it's a good charity. Absolutely. I'm not donating it to the TAB. I'm, no. I'm donating it to a charity. <laughs> well, I do donate to the TAB. Yeah, it's separate. Yeah. So I would just, well, now I can't. Uh, so will I, <laughs> that's it. I'm done for the month. Right, yeah, there it is. So just out there, so far, all of our listeners – who have, you know, always got their hand up to get in Goss Lotto, always got their hand up for the prize, the Drum and Golf prize. Yeah. Actually, Drum and Golf might be able to sponsor me on the day. I might put that on them as well. <laughs> Mate, I've made a blue. It's in public. Yeah. It says Tim donated $1,000 to his own cause. I think it's terrific and selfless by you. Anyway, none of our loyal listeners, none. Oh, they're working on it. They're getting... Kids ready for school and breakfast and ready for work. They'll get to it during the day. Okay. Let's get a breakaway. Kyle Zunick. I might ask the Perth Wildcats. <laughs> let's, ask, let's ask Kyle on here. <laughs> let's go the end, Goss. Tearing up the cotton, building up the heat. Here we come. Oh, no. Here we come. Oh, no. Here we come. Yeah. Perth Wildcats are in action tomorrow night in Adelaide, 5 o'clock our time. 36 is coming off a loss, a bad loss to uh, DJ, DJ Vasilovic will be better for the run in his second game. And a young man who's going to step out, hopefully on court, and uh, get some minutes is Kyle Zunick because he's been injured so far, but he's been cleared to play after yes. recovering from plantar fasciitis, the foot injury. And Kyle Zunick has been kind enough to join us today. Hey, Kyle, appreciate your time, mate. You must be excited to be suiting up finally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it felt like an eternity, but, um, yeah, happy to be going Adelaide with the boys. Hey, mate, when you're sitting on the sidelines and watching and you're not you're not kitted up and ready to go and you can see things not going according to plan, of course, and the last couple of games haven't been great for the Wildcats, haven't been 
diabolically bad, but you played good good teams and lost. Do you get a little bit frustrated? Are you a good watcher? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm a terrible watcher. I, uh, <laughs> I always want to be involved and in whether that's my energy on the bench or anything like that, anything to contribute, that's what I want to do. And um, yeah, I mean, it does get tough when uh, you see your brothers losing, um, but you know, I know we've got a resilient group and it's just exciting that I can come in and uh, provide whatever I can for us to try and get the win in Adelaide tomorrow. Uh, it's a painful thing, plantar fasciitis. How long have you been suffering it? And at what stage did you say, maybe I'll just jump off the dining room table and rip this completely and then mend? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been having it for quite a while now. I had it through my NBL one season and then NBL and then obviously had the incident where I've, I actually, yeah, tore it a little bit. So, um yeah, honestly, it may have been a blessing in disguise um, because it, uh, it's kind of relieved my pain now and I don't really have that plan of fash, uh, pain when I get on court. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, mate, is the doctor back as well? The doctor, we thought the doctor he snapped his leg off and he was going to be sent on the plane home, but is the doctor back? The doctor? Doolittle. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think he's all good. Uh, he's in practice and he's looking pretty good, so... Um, I think he should be all good to go. He's, he's birthday, a good healer. He's a good healer. That was bird, a yeah. nasty little hyperextension. Oh, the of doctor it. can he's got magic potions, yeah, mate. Hey, he um, it was his birthday yesterday. I brought out a cake for him, and they said oh. happy birthday, do. I said, gee, I really, really thought that one through. Come on, <laughs> come on, boys. What's going on there? Is guy with the uh, with the nickname giving because that's that's a poor one. Surely is the doctor. Oh, I mean, it's just a bit easier to say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, oh, Justin Longmuir. There's some real laziness <laughs> creeping into the Wildcats. That's a concern. Uh, Justin Longmuir was at Wildcats <laughs> training this week. Um, uh, what, do, do you know why? Uh, just uh, having a watch to see. Obviously, um, I think JR made comments of, like, you obviously try to take uh, what you can from different sports, and uh, I think they have a relationship. And, yeah, just having a look at, uh, how we go about training, and, um, yeah, it was good to have him in. Hey, mate, massive, massive game for one of the legends of the club. There's no doubt about that in Jesse Wagstaff, and he's he's never been the most high-profile. He's never been, um, you know, the best player on the roster, but you don't win championships without a Jesse Wagstaff, and to play his 450th is a uh, a massive occasion and one that I'm sure you boys will be pretty happy to uh, to do well in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously Jesse is an absolute legend uh, of not only the club but the NBL. And, uh, you know, for us to be able to be involved in such a big milestone for him, um, it's just amazing. And, uh, you know, I've always I've been there for his 400th and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it's just an unbelievable achievement that shouldn't be taken lightly. And um, we really just, all of us want to come together and, go out there and try and get him a win for that 450th game. Um, I think that would be a a great thing for him um, as a player and what he's done for the club and um, the leader that he is for us. Um, It's just, you know, unparalleled to any, anything in the league. So um, yeah, just trying to go out and give everything we've got to him. No doubt. And you need to win because you've uh, lost your last two and you've got the Adelaide 36ers who will be smarting after last night's performance. But as I mentioned, DJ Vasilovic will be better at home, hard to beat. Just got to get a win. Get the W. Get home with a win. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you want to do anything you can. Obviously, yes, bringing in DJ's, uh, you know, he's a talent and, you know, he's going to be good for them. But, 
Uh, I think we're up for the challenge. Uh, yeah, as you said, got to get a win, got to find a way to get it done. And um, yeah, uh, we're just all very excited. We had a great couple of days of practice. Um, you know, the boys, when they came back, because I didn't go to Sydney, uh, when they came back, you could just tell the motivation that they have. And uh, I was excited that I was able to contribute and get into practice this week. And all we were doing was competing, and uh, I think that's what we're going to do tomorrow night, just get out there and compete as hard as we can. Yeah, absolutely. Crack in. Hey, mate, Zunik is not a popular name, and I was over at Joondalup uh, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Do you mean common? Yeah. Uh, what? Do you mean common name? Not a very common name. Yeah. What did I say? Uncommon. Popular. <laughs> well, no, I don't mean it. Like, like, like you know, it's... Not a common name. Yeah. Uh, and I was at the golf course, and there was a Zunik playing. You any relation to, to the golfer Jordan? Yep, Jordan's my brother. Oh, wow! He goes wow, well. he's what good. What overachieving family you are! Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, Jordan's my brother, and I was out on the bag on Saturday uh, for him. So, and he—that was the only day he had over par. So I'm off the bag now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. Do you, you play a bit of golf yourself? Yeah, I love it. I try to get out as much as I can. Um, yeah, so. Um, honestly, the foot injuries kept me out from the golf, so I've been mm. upset about that. <laughs> what, what do you What do you hit off? Um, about a three. Oh, oh all right. Oh, no good on you, mate. What am I supposed to say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make us feel better and say fifteen. Twenty-seven, like I am. <laughs> uh, well, your brother's gone all right, though. He's had a he's had a few tour wins on the Australasian tour, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean he. Uh, won the New Zealand Open. That was kind of his first big win. Um, and that was his, I think, third tournament as a professional. So um, he had a lot of early success. Uh, it's been a little while between wins. Uh, I think he won the Queensland PGA was his last win. Um, and he's currently in South Australia playing the second round now. So hopefully he can have a good week this week and get another win on the board. No, you're not on the bag, so he might be okay, mate. He might, he might have yeah. you got any other brothers and sisters? What do they do? Uh, no, nah, just just me and Jordan. Uh, that's all we've got. So, yeah. a elite family. Yeah, very good. Hey, mate, all the very best. Um, welcome back to the team. We're looking forward to seeing you get out there. And when you're there, you do play at 100 uh, yeah. 100%, which is fantastic. Uh, let's get the win. That's all that matters right now. And I can celebrate Jesse's 451st back home, whatever that may be. But 450, it's great. It's an outstanding. But it is all about getting the points for the Perth Wildcats. Thanks for joining us, mate. Travel safe. Thanks, guys. Kyle Zernick joining us from the Perth Wildcats. And you can hear all the action, uh, of course, on ESPN or watch it and hear it on the SEN network as well. It is a must win, isn't it? Oh. And we expect to win against Adelaide. But yeah. You're concerned about the ex-Sydney King. Yeah, DJ Vasilovic is a, is a player that's had been a, a dagger in the side of the Wildcats. but In a he, good team. But he's been in a very good team. And Adelaide are, are still got some basically good players, but as a team cohesive-wise, especially defensively, they're pretty poor. But the Wildcats have also got to start to get, uh, get some... Got to gel, don't re- they? Got to get some rebounding. Oh, man, we've got to hit the boards. It, it, we do look like a side, and I've got no doubt it's going to come together. Yeah, me too. JR's a brilliant coach. And I, I've got no doubt it'll come together. They just look like a bunch of guys at the moment who are still figuring each other out a little bit, and that takes some time. The fundraising link is up on our X Twitter, our Facebook, SENWA Breakfast or SEN West Oz. For those who don't know, uh, I'm playing golf on the 7th of November, which is hard enough as it is. but it's Real a real expensive day. Yeah. Uh, I've donated to myself trying to set up the link, and I've – can't believe I've donated. Thanks very much for your donation of a thousand dollars. Have you, have you, between now and then, your phone lit up before? Was that your accountant? 
I have sent the accountant the in, the invoice mm. for, for next year's tax. Right. Because it's tax yeah. deductible. Yeah, of course it is. How did he take the news? Though? Uh, he said, how about you pay your tax debt that you owe <laughs> now rather than a donation? Uh, but it is, a, it is a charity. It is a wonderful charity, Adult and right. Teen Challenge. So looking forward to being – and looking forward to our audience. And let me tell you – have a big day, make a lot of money and continue on their uh, great work. 100%. Don't tell me you've donated. I don't want to hear a text – or a pretend phone call or whatever. Okay. okay. Because I can see, we can see it on the fundraiser. God damn it. And uh, I want to see it build. Forget about the target, because I've achieved that with one <laughs> already. Let's, it's about let's, excelling. Let's dream big. Scotty and Goss, back to wrap things up. And don't forget, over the weekend, Guy McKenna, inspiring sports stories. Yeah. A man you know so well, Scotty. And, he will join us over the weekend. Privately love him. Blue, you said something. Oh, look, since he's been here, um, he is he is so fit. Uh, sorry, did I say fit? I meant fat. And he said, so I've retaliated in the media like the next day or whatever. I've, I've had a crack at him. I got abused in the streets. Like, who do you think you are? That's Guy McKenna. I'm like, yeah, but he's shit bloke. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. Uh, the boy from Gold Coast who's gone to Carlton. He's gone to Tim Smith. Is it Tim Smith? Joel Smith and Elijah Hollins. Tim, Tim Smith used Tim to sell Smith. straight knives. And he was, he was <laughs> infomercials. Tim well, I'm going. A wife asked her husband, could you please go shopping for me and buy one carton of milk? And if they have avocados, get six. Short time later, the husband comes back with six cartons of milk. The wife says, why did not you Why did you buy six cartons of milk? He said, because they had avocados. <laughs> I think it's got to be a minimum of three fifty, but I said a thousand. Yeah, good call. And on the setup, it's put in your bank details, and I think okay, you put your bank details in because people who are donating the money goes into your account, and then it goes out of your account. I've just donated a thousand dollars to the cause. <laughs> <laughs> you are so lucky you didn't set up an account for ten thousand. Blue McKenna is going to be inspiring sports stories. He's in the house. Look out! Is he Perth. that inspiring? Uh, he's very inspiring. He's a good man. Hey, well done to Link uh, Allen. Well done to Chris Clefurnis. Well done to Scotty. Great well job, you, mate. Well done. Catch the show on the podcast. Great weekend. See you Tuesday. Happy wedding day to my boy Jack. Yeah, have a great day, Jack.